Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. And out of the frying pan and back into the fire we go. Uh, I believe this is about our 30,000th episode. And that is, uh, that's something. It's close. A few of them we've actually recorded and and put on online for you but uh, it's close and um, this is a you know a brand new year 2016 we're in now we celebrated our 100th episode a year was it a year and a half ago yeah i can't remember Mm -hmm. the the time just keeps on slipping slipping. our our 200th episode uh, will be coming up sometime this year i don't know how it'll time out but do you want to do another party yes you do yeah that was really fun let's do it yeah. We'll do another party. We'll get Dave Tavers to come up and um, we do, do all need, the engineering. We do course. need to da- pay Dave's way this time, somehow. Uh, maybe with contribution money. Wait, can can we just stop there? We we yeah, talked yeah. about we talked about his new um, endeavor, mousemingle.com. Right. Mouse right. You've heard in the last two months what's happened to mousemingle. No, no. It is everywhere. Conan O'Brien's been talking. It's been what. It's been Conan O'Brien's talked about why it. Why didn't I know about all, this? Because on me, that's why. I will why. send you all these clips. Oh, Dave, Dave that's is great. Dave is in huge demand over this mousemingle.com deal. Ladies, just be careful if any guys say they want to text you a picture of Pinocchio's nose. She starts singing It's a Small World. <laughs> it's it's so exciting. I've been talking to him on the phone. He's like, I can't even believe this has come true. He said he's had this this vision to do this for a long time, and he just never really got, got around to getting it done. But he, yeah, the uh, social media exploded when he flipped the switch to go Dave, live. Dave, good for you, yeah. man. That's great. So, he, I'm such a dunce. I don't know these He things. probably won't even have time to come up and help produce right. our 200th right. show because he's now very You um, know, uh, uh, we've said successful. a lot of nice things about Dave uh, over the years and all of that. And I've now realized that Dave wasn't trying to help us for 
the right reasons. He was using us as a stepping stone. <laughs> I think you're right. To his own ends. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. He was just oh. biding his time, rubbing yeah. his hands, looking at his graphs, his little plot charts. Yes, and yes. And just said, this Well, is- Dave, congratulations. It worked, <laughs> you scoundrel. It worked. And yeah. that's great news. Yeah, I'm really it's good happy news. So, that. yeah. no, And I know he would. He's he's just such a friend of the of the podcast. And he is. He's helped me in a lot of ways us. outside of the podcast. Yeah, so he's he'll- helped me through technical problems. I've yeah, had. he'll fly up for um, our 200th episode. So we'll we'll try to figure out one because we're we're at like one one thirty. We're at one thirty something. One forty. Well, then two hundred episode won't be in. You know, I'll probably be dead. Why don't we do a combination <laughs> of wake and an episode you celebration? You don't think we're gonna hit two hundred this year? Well, I'm gonna. I'm about. Well, to hit Well, that's true because there's only fifty two weeks in the year. Yeah. Unless we start stepping it up, double timing it, we should. We okay, really should. so maybe we won't, but we still should have no, a live. I don't want to be a, a gloomy Gus on this thing, but that's a ways out to make a decision so prematurely. I think is a foolish errand. What do you mean a decision that, on that what? we decide that we're going to do a two hundredth celebration when we have any? It's not even in in within glimpse yet. Well, we it can be. Um, She's distracted because that thing is freaking me out you, every time I turn. Yeah. Well, he the wind just and the blew. The wind and he is moved blowing, around. and he's tapping on the window. We'll put a picture of this on our podcast, so you'll see what we're talking it's about. It's just mean. But it's I just a head. That's my, all it is. Yeah. My wife and I sent away for this thing, and it it, it hangs in your window outside your it has window. Has a little suction cup on it, and it's it called the creep. That's what we call it, the creep. It's, it, it shows a, well, you'll see it on the podcast, but in case you're not in a position where you can look at pictures right now, it is a head of uh, what appears to be a man, a, a man in a hoodie. Yeah, he has a hoodie on and it's real. That's the other thing. It's real cloth. With, it's a plastic head and he's got his hands, his hands like are, he's peering he's, into the window. His hands are cupped around his face so he can see better into it's the room. It's very realistic. And every time I've walked in and you put it up for me by mm-hmm. the seat that I sit at yeah. in your um, in your studio and I, every time I'm just so not used to it and I catch it out of the corner of my eye and it's just freaking me out I know my wife and I have been torturing each other with this thing for weeks now <laughs> well I think I'm going out of my head yes I think I'm going out of my head over you and, uh, it just show, it's like the like your own elf on a shelf it just shows up wherever it's going to show up if anybody's that interested i'll try to find out where we got it and you can write me an email at pat at peculiarpodcast.com i will find out where you can buy these things but it's good and it's versatile you can use it you could put it in the back windshield of a car yeah when somebody's getting ready to get in and drive away or just yeah yeah, I think it's. Didn't you? So you said you had a neighbor that doesn't think it's very funny at all. No, uh, there's a next door neighbor that uh, was not amused with it. Thought, got so scared when she first saw it. She said, "I'm never coming over to your house again," which actually worked out pretty well. <laughs> uh, because we're isolationists here. All right, I don't even yeah. know what I was talking about because you're right. I God, got, you made me forget. I oh, we're talking confused. about Dave Tavers and how he's used this program for his own. No, no, we were game. talking about. You said don't oh. don't be planning the 200th. When oh, we're yeah. not even. Yeah. It's not even in sight. Our sights. Well, yet. I think that's true. Well, then why don't we do something different? Let's have another party this year. Yeah. Why well, can't we just? Why do don't we a, say 150th instead of 200? Well, it doesn't even have to be a number. Let's even be weirder and irreverent. Right. And just do a number one. All right. Is sixty eight or I'm something for that. like that? Or I, I, I'm for that. Hey, do you um, 
Do you have a landline at your house? No, I cut that cord uh, two years ago. Are you thoroughly happy with that? I thought it was really hard because I've had that phone number for over t- like decades. Since you don't have it anymore, what was it? 206-363-5424. See, you can remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, can and you... I can even remember my kids. My, I was going to ask you my that my question. Number. What, what is that? Um, it is 707-226-1153. I didn't have numbers or letters in mine. I'm not that old. Well, I know yours has numbers and letters. Yeah, I'm older than you, and we didn't even have area codes when I was growing up. Yeah. So uh, ours at my house was EV2, which is 382-3075. Yeah. And, and the reason I brought it up is because Isn't it's so weird? interesting how it's it locked it, into it's your mind. locked in your head. That's probably your phone number as a child is the first series of numbers that you learn. That the you creep ha- just moved around. I don't want even want to look at it yeah, anymore. It's because the, the wind is just blowing him yeah, subtly. Yeah. It's very realistic. I might not. I You know what? I think I will stop talking to you, too. Because that is so scary. I'm sorry. I thought you'd find it amusing. I realize now the error of my my thinking there. The thing really is a... Of course, any time you've got a disembodied head, it's going to be a... Just try to ignore that. But you're right. The, The numbers are part of your growing up because you had to know your phone number if you missed your bus, if you... You got in trouble. You were stuck yeah, you in the snow. Have, you didn't have auto dial on your phone. You right. didn't have smartphones. What you numbers had... do you know now? Do you know my no. actual phone number? I don't I know talking, yours. I was talking to a friend the other day about that, and I said if I got in an accident where my phone got smashed and I needed to call you, I couldn't call you. Right. And most of us are weak because your cell phone isn't on a directory, right? I mean, you could, in the old days, conceivably right. have called right. up four one one. Right. Which can is you look up Lisa Foster? Yeah, can you look up Lisa where Foster? Where she lives and all of that. Or, but... or just give me her phone number. Typically, they weren't allowed to give out addresses, but they could give you But you could number. trick them into you it. You could always yeah. trick them into yeah. it. But now, I couldn't get a hold of anybody. It's hmm. all on my phone. I know. I've, I've run into the same problem. It's, it's uh, it, We're so tied to our phones now, and we let our phones do all the work for us. We don't even have to figure out... Where to go? I we, do we, love we just though. Tap a, an address into a phone and. That's we, what I love. I love that. I am not good with maps. Too. I hate maps. I hate trying to read. It's dangerous to try to read a map while you're driving. Right. Tell me how to go. Yeah, yeah. it's much easier to. I love the automatic yeah. navigation. And of course, we've talked about this before, but the idea that you can be in an argument with somebody, or you're thinking of some obscure thing, and it starts driving you crazy, and I want to know the answer. Oh to my it. God, it's freaking me out. God, he really. He, I can't. He really, you want me to take him away? Oh, could you? It's yeah. so scary right. me. I'm going to drop, I'm going to stop down on this podcast momentarily to take him away. Hang on. We have the landline in, but we don't have a phone, because I figured I, my wife said, "Well, where are we going to get a phone? We got rid of all." Hey, wait a minute! Come on. <laughs> Good boy, Elliot. Good boy. Elliot just tried to grab the creep and run off. With that him. is awesome, Elliot. You're my hero. No, no, you're not. You Good boy. Don't you ruin that creep. He picked that head up and just started trotting right on out the room like he had a little treasure. That's what he does. <laughs>
The headline would be Elliot gets a little head. Yeah. <laughs> now why so why don't why don't you have a phone? Uh because uh, my thought was well I'm not I don't want to go to get a fancy phone and I'm not even sure you can get so I was going to I've always in the past gotten phones from Goodwill or St. Vincent de Paul, mm-hmm. you know, just functional phones. They don't have them. Have you tried Craigslist? No, I haven't gone that to that extent. You know, extent. I have a phone but, somewhere. I would have brought you one. Oh, okay. It's like, well, I'll it's take like, your phone. It's like the Red Lips phone, though. Would oh. you use that? Well, I don't know about that. But my thought is that sure more and more... someone who doesn't have access to a phone. Jeez. People are moving away from landlines more and more yeah, to the are. point that you can... Where do you get one now if you want one? Well, that's my question. Why did you get a landline again? Because I am dissatisfied with sometimes on long distance calls or e- even other calls. Maybe it's to do with our sketchy cell coverage up here. I don't know. But they just, the cell phones don't sound very good. You know, it annoys me when I listen to radio talk shows and somebody's on a cell phone. I, 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 I. Well, we'll have to have you call back, Larry. <clears throat> right. So um, they just—I don't know. I just I like the listened, idea. I haven't listened to a landline call in so long. I don't know if I even can remember. Are they super crystal clear? I don't recall landline phones. Well, being... there's they're more so. You never heard people dropping out on well, a landline. Well, that's true. Yeah. So and that's not the main reason, but it was part of this package we got for uh, internet and stuff. So yeah, let's get a landline. Let's put one in. Hello, baby. So, uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. But, but remembering your old phone number, there are. I can remember my neighbor's phone number. I can remember my cousin's phone number when we were kids. Uh, but, but they're just not something. If you don't need to remember something, you don't. But just a word to the wise. A lot of people have already figured this out. It's good to know at least one phone number. I know of somebody that can that can help you. I know when that's you're a good idea. Without. Um, I saw an interesting article. It was actually a TV news thing that um, it, it, maybe it's not blazing news to anybody, but I thought it was quite interesting. We've talked before about research that says that well, a couple of things. One, and this is no secret, women are not paid as much as men. Uh, there's a gender difference between what a woman makes mm-hmm. and what a guy makes. Mm-hmm. For the same job. Blatant with discrimination. With the same education and the same mm-hmm. experience and the same level of ability. Right. I think it's a. It's up to, it used to be 70 cents to your dollar. Something like that. And now yeah. I think we might be up to 80 cents yeah, to your it's dollar. Starting, it's starting to Something get parity, like but it's not there yet. Well, then comes this uh, article today about gender pricing. Now, they're, they're, coupled with women getting paid less, but they are paying more for some products. Yes, we are. Now, uh, there are things like uh, services, like if you get a phone mm-hmm. and I get a phone, we're going to pay the same for that. Right. But it's products, not all products, but some products where women are buying essentially the same product, but women pay more. And this is especially seen mm-hmm. in things like kids' toys. And the example they used was there is a bike helmet at Target that there are two bike helmets. One is a, a bike helmet that has a unicorn on it that you would assume would appeal to girls. Mm-hmm. And then there's one uh, bike helmet with a shark theme on it for boys. The unicorn helmet was $28. The shark for boys, fourteen ninety nine. 
Now, maybe girls would like the on shark one, On the same one, too. day at the same store yes. in the same... Yeah, this was actually at a Target store. Same brand, like same manufacturer. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. interesting. Semi-identical. This isn't true of every category. And, uh, you know, they will say things like, well, you know, production costs and things like yeah, that can make a difference that. and blah, blah, blah. But this study, and it's just a, sh- a short study, and it's an isolated study, but it shows that women's products cost more 42% of the time. That well, I don't, and this I don't is mean no... they cost 42% more, but 42% right. of the time they do cost more. And this is not huge news. I mean, we've all known for a long time that haircuts, getting a haircut, we pay way more money to get our haircut as a woman than a guy does. Yeah, I didn't know that. But Dry cleaning? You can get your shirts cleaned. Really? Your, oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. See, I, this is, yeah this, that's you, why I noticed this story yeah, because I thought. You take your shirts to the dry cleaner and you pay way less than if I took a, bl- a business blouse, my blouse is in to get dry Even cleaned. though my shirt is stinkier and sweatier and dirtier. And it's more, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, we've known this for a long time. Yeah. In well, the services industry. You'll be happy to know I know there's know other that. examples, but I can't come up with them. Those are the two most. Um, common that we all know that we pay more for haircuts and dry cleaning. Well, than I think the law says that you cannot that manufacturers and uh, retailers and whoever that is selling something cannot differentiate on services, but there's no such law about products. And it might uh, be this, the law now, maybe. Well, it's not. That's why hair. this article came out. Uh, they said, <clears throat> for example, this was just an example. They said, like if uh, a woman tweeted in and said, uh, you know what, I bought. I was going to the store and I wanted to buy body wash for myself. And I noticed that men's body wash so cheap. was $3 cheaper. Yeah, so, so I bought cheap. the men's body yeah. wash. That's so, what I do. Yeah. Do you do that? Men's cream because men now have all sorts of skincare products out. You guys didn't have skincare lines no. back in the old days. And now these companies are really catering to the male face. So they're, they're kind of getting... They're the same the male, cream. Male face is getting kind of introductory prices. And that's why they're, they're cheaper. No, it's just because you guys are boys. There was a boy, a very strange enchanted boy. They say he wandered very far, very far over land. No, I mean, they want guys to buy these products, so they're going to give us cheaper prices initially to get us using these products. But you, as a woman, can take advantage of that disparity. Right. right. I don't think, no, I think they'll always stay cheaper because they're boy products. Let me ask you this. Are you paying, how much do you pay for a cucumber? <laughs> that's a little bit, that's a personal question. It is? Yes. Hmm. No. <laughs> no, but it is absurd. And it, it is. And I'm glad that, I'm always glad when and articles like this thing. come out and point out the hypocrisy. You guys don't have to buy tampons and, and panty liners. and I don't? And Good. All yeah. those things. The amount of so money. done with that. The amount of money we spend on that stuff, we should be the ones getting the break on all on all this stuff. We should be making more money than you. We should be getting. Now, wait a minute. We should be making more money than you guys. More? Are, How about you, equal? When have you ever had? No, because we have to buy tampons and we have to buy bras. And That's we have not to buy, my fault that you have to buy tampons and bras. I didn't say it was your fault. I'm just saying no. that because we have to buy that stuff and you you aren't laying out any cash that we I should I didn't ask you to be a woman. We should logically make have to make more <laughs> to even it out. Look, I didn't ask you to be a woman. But you prefer- So it's not my fault that you need these additional products. I don't I don't know how you're getting that I'm saying it's your fault. Well then I'm you're not saying but it's you your stated fault. in equivo- unequivocally that you need 
unequivocally that you <laughs> that you need to get more money than men. Yes. For for yes. nothing that Just men did. In the sentence right there. <laughs> Could, wouldn't equal pay be okay? If you had to buy tampons and bras, yes. Okay, let me ask you this. That's fine. Let there me is ask not you anything that I that you need as a man. What what sort of products do you need as a man that as a woman I wouldn't have to buy? That would equal out the fact that we have to buy tampons and panty liners and bras. Uh, well, I was gonna say shavers or shavers. No, we sha- we buy. We probably spend more. We have. By the more, way, you have a very have nice Van Dyke. Area. We have more area to cover too, so we probably go through shavers. More well, we, than we shave do. different areas, I guess. Uh, arguably, that's not the best example. Yeah, you it was put a horrible me on the example. Spot. Keep going. Okay, let's say, uh, uh, boy, let's see. See, uh, you can't jock straps. <laughs> <laughs> do you need? Okay, well, I will give you that because if you're cups, yeah, cups I, and jock I, straps. I would say if you're, that's right. it. That is all you can come okay, up with. Okay, but that's at and least something. But here's the thing: is they are you can use them over and over again. So, oh you, really? I didn't know that. I throw mine away. <laughs> Yours, you probably should just throw away <laughs> when you're done with what you uh, disposable you, cups. That's right. You know too much. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> you shouldn't have gone down this road. It does make me mad. It does make me mad as a woman that I've I I do you know I think of a reasonable job as well as a guy who might be in my my position and and there there's a lot of um a chatter in 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 hollywood right now about the inequality even in the voice world and the male the dominated uh, the male domination of um, certain genres like movie trailers in the near future our world is under attack war has started and we are hopelessly outgunned and no one can save us. Director Fury, I think it's time. Six forces must unite. You're here with the mission, sir? Trying to get me back in the world? Trying to save it. To form a team. Doctor, we need you to come in. What if I say no? I'll persuade you. That could save the human race. What are you asking me to do? From total destruction and male voices and male directors and all these things. And you know what? I'm not the one that runs around beating my feminist drum. I, I, I don't beat it ever, really hardly. But the, the pay thing does bug me. If that little pay thing bugs me. In theaters everywhere, May 4th. Yeah. Also in IMAX 3D. Those announcers that sound like they're lifting a car. Oh my God. This is so heavy. Also in IMAX 3D. Well, yeah, there's... There's inroads being made, and and you and and um, lit, lit, like in the voiceover industry, it is tradition for there to be a ma- male uh, movie narrator, movie or narrator, or narrator, or, narrator. You're or right. in a even, movie, even or, documentaries, yeah, too. or in a commercial. <clears throat> I mean, this mm-hmm. is just tradition, and 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 the idea of changing uh, is anathema to people who've been in the industry for a long time because. Well, we've always done it this way, and the idea of of doing it a different way uh, presents a risk that some people are not willing to take. Right, uh, and but and it, but it's going to change, and it is changing. I think. What's interesting, though, is that the female voice is re- is really dominant in the tech industry, and and always has been dominant in the tech industry. Siri's not a man for interest for 
No, women's. Yeah, exactly. For for example, um, the woman who gives me directions on my GPS. Right. In half a mile, turn right to merge onto I four hundred five north towards Sacramento. Sorry, I didn't hear that. In half a mile, turn right to merge onto I four hundred five north towards Sacramento. Now, could you repeat that? In half a mile. Turn right to merge onto I-405 north towards Sacramento. Okay, I got you. Shut up. In half a mile. Turn right to merge onto I-405 north towards Sacramento. What's with you? In half a mile. Turn right to merge onto I-405 north towards Sacramento. You're getting kind of redundant. In half a mile. Turn right to merge onto I-405 north towards Sacramento. Back in, in, in World War II, a lot of the navigation and tech things were all were voiced by women. Did you know that... Typhoon Mary. What was her name? Uh, oh, I don't remember. Yeah, Tokyo Rose. But yeah. the women, woman's voice. Pilot training. When you go to become a commercial pilot or, or any sort of pilot, the training that you go through is all done by a woman. Emergency cockpit. Um, all those announcements, tech announcements, are done by women and the, because the... It's reassuring, It's reassuring, it? and people find that the female voice is, is more pleasant to listen to when there is a crisis or a stress... Reminds you of mom. A stressful situation. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, even the phone operator, remember? Mm-hmm. When you were young or, or ca- calling up, um, you know, remember the time when you dialed popcorn on Well, your I f- would also say that I don't think they... Back in those days when they started having phone operators, and I don't mean to... to discredit what you're saying but mm-hmm. I, I think back in those days they weren't saying well the female voice will be reassuring i think they said well we don't have to pay these women as much so let's use women as operators right. instead of men yeah maybe but you're, but you're right there is a psychology to that, mm-hmm. that that's bonafide hi there honey what number can i dial for you so we so the the female voice is very dominant in the tech industry but you're right it's not dominant in the entertainment industry which hmm. is just fascinating to me it and is i'm fine i mean i get enough work well, you're part it. of the vanguard that's changing that a yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. It's an exciting industry. Yeah. That's why I'm working on my falsetto voice so really? I can have it can both I, ways. Can I hear an example of what that is? Ah, I can only do that voice. It's not very good. That's not even a falsetto. No, That's it's just not. A, a bad old lady. No, I can't do a falsetto very well. You can't like go Yeah, when you're do Felix the Cat, you can go way high. <clears throat> I can't do them very much anymore. I haven't pra- I need to practice them. Radio! See? I can't do it. I, I can't. <laughs> no, I have you to practice. Did it. That's good. Felix the cat, the wonderful, wonderful cat. Radio! He gets in a fix. Yeah, this theme song makes a claim right here. You laugh so much, your sides will ache, your heart will go fit a bad one. I don't remember that ever happening watching Felix. Speaking of voices and voice parts, I give you credit for finding this article. Yeah, and this isn't even my this credit. Is this so- is my cousin Chuck came found this, and because he's a he's a movie buff, he oh. loves movies, and he goes, "You've you've heard of the of the Wilhelm scream, the Wilhelm scream," and I said, "I have not heard of the Wilhelm scream." So this he sent me this article, and I sent it to you, and you go oh. ahead and read it. I think well, it's really it's just fascinating. So, I love stuff like this. I know, I knew you Maybe would. Maybe I'm such a nerd, but and I he just, knew you would too. Yeah, uh, it, it Wilhelm is someone's name apparently. And it's called the Wilhelm Scream. And the article says, chances are you have heard the Wilhelm Scream, but you probably haven't heard of it. 
And this was fascinating to me since the 1950s. Can I tell you one quick thing? The reason it's called Wilhelm yeah. is because of the character that it actually oh, originated with. I thought was, it was a guy named Yil no, Wilhelm. No, it was uh, in the, do you remember the Western called Charge at Feather River? No. 1953 Western I've Charge at Feather River. I've never seen it, ma'am. So there's a character in that movie named Wilhelm that got shot in the leg by an arrow. Oh. And so that's when it was dubbed the Wilhelm scream. Wilhelm! Yeah, I'll just fill my pipe. Because a lot of people... It's not a real person they named it after. A lot of people who go to the movies may be unaware that a lot of what you see on screen and the sounds you hear as you're looking at the visual, the, the sound it's is done not done post. simultaneously with what the visual is. Yeah. They do it later in what they call a foley. Yeah, it's a oh, foley effect. They do footsteps right. and all those sort of things. In the post, uh, post department. Which is post a fascinating part of that industry. It maybe. really is. Yeah. And so... Uh, this this scream, you think, well, well, we need a scream. Let's just bring Larry in and have him do it. But this particular Wilhelm scream from the movie that Lisa uh, sources back called Distant Drums, back in 1951, has been used again and again in various films, even including Star Wars movies. Apparently, a lot of other Poltergeist, Batman it was in, Returns, it Buzz Light, Light. It's very funny because there is a video online that shows all of the different scream clips. We're playing it right now. Screen, scream, different characters doing it, and you're like, I never knew that was the same scream. So even in Toy Story, yeah. the animated Buzz Lightyear does that very scream when he's like shot out of a window. And it's just very funny. It's Star Wars, the, the paratrooper that falls, that's the same scream. Interesting. We, yeah, we're, we'll play it. Yeah, here it is. And it's a dumb scream. It's, it's a not, man. It's not special. It's a man scream. Yeah. It's, it's just, a it's, it's. And 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 so I'm I'm and it I'm, sounds more like a ha ha. Yeah, I'm I'm into sound effects, and so I notice things like a door opening, and that's and I recognize, you know, in in big time movies, you think, well, they like they could afford to change and you do a, their own door opening, but you hear the same uh, generic door openings again and again, and and. For me, a little bit, it kind of spoils things. Yeah. I said, no, nah, that's from a sound effects album that I have here at home. Now, come on. But yet, it does, It dis, it's not that it saves money as much as it saves time, I think. But some of it's please. too to sort of honor. This sort of came out with guys in the sound design industry honoring this, this scream with this guy that originated when he got, got bit by an alligator. And, uh, so they sort of honor it, and they think it's a cool scream, and so they drop it in and dump it into different movies because oh, only that. the only the industry insiders know what this is. Hey, that's the Wilhelm scream. That's right, exactly. Yeah. Um, there is a there's a custom in movies, and I I'll, I'll come up with the name here in a moment, where somebody doesn't want a screen credit, uh, particularly yes. for a writing credit or yeah. something, mm. and there is a name Smithy Alan Smithy. Yes, that's I know what it, it is. I know what you're talking about. That's what it is, and and so you'll see if you study movie credits, you'll see that particular name come up. It's a fictitious name. It's a Romana Clef, if you will, for representing somebody else. But getting back to the Wilhelm scream, as near as anybody can tell, the scream probably was recorded by a guy named Sheb Woolley, who had this hit record 
back in the late 50s. Well, I saw the thing coming out of the sky. It had a one long horn, one big eye. I shaking and I said, it looks like a purple people leader to me. It was a one-eyed one For the record, a friend of mine had, I think, the loudest scream on the planet. And I could try to recreate it here, but you're going to have to turn your volume on your headphones down. Okay, here goes. It's like that. See, guys, don't because you all you do is say ah, a a h. Yeah, and we would imitate a h, and it's and but you do it loudly and long. It's that's not a scream. That's just loudly saying ah. I guess it is. You start with a you start with a y. A scream is way up there. It's a. Do you want to hear what it is? Um. Yeah. Do I need to turn you down? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe you should face the wall. I will. Okay. Gonna, here's okay, the here scream. Okay. Short, but effective. Yeah, yes. that's like, that's what I did when the face mask thing came in the window. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, of course, we can go into the whole psychology of why people <laughs> why people do that. You don't it calculate just, that. No, it just, it just comes, comes out, of, out you. of you. It's like a sneeze, sudden I know. sneeze. Yeah. I know, right? It's a human noise that I just know. happens. It's it. very funny. It's amazing. So, I used to love, in the movies, and I always pondered this, I think, if in the movies, when a, in a Western, if a guy falls off a cliff... He always, he always goes, ah! <laughs> you know, and I always wondered if I was falling off a cliff, would I make that noise? I, I mean, I don't know. And I don't really want to do the experiment to find out. I think the noise I would make would be like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, certainly that'd be part of it. I don't know, but, um. I don't know, but I just love I love the story about the Wilhelm scream. Thank you for educating me. Yeah, very fun. Yeah, it's that. been uh, it snuck its way into more than three hundred television shows, video games, even in video games, which I think is fascinating. Uh, commercials, films, uh, Reservoir Dogs, Kill Bill Volume One. That's the great thing. Kill the Kill Bill. These all these Japanese guys that they that she's slaying. They still have the same. That same scream, um, Inglorious Bastards, Lord of the Rings. Um, so so this... be listening for it. You'll, yeah, you'll spot it's a it. very distinct. <laughs> it's a very distinct scream. Once you hear it, you will never unhear it. And 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 we'll also post the YouTube video where it goes through every single character. That oh, that's that, great. Yeah, it's very very yeah, cool because you great. see the character and hear the scream as it ha- as it's happening, and you're like, how did I never pick up on this? I want to, uh, we, we're coming to the end of the road here on this uh, podcast. It's been fun, Lise. Yeah. But uh, I understand that you now have another uh, vocation beyond uh, the many that you already have, another, another notch on your, on your gun. I uh, do. Another, another talent, another. And I have well, a card, but, I have a card to prove it. Here, I'm going to give you right. this. See, I don't even have a card. You now. don't have a card. And I'm also. Do you have like a certificate? Somewhere. Here yeah. you go. Oh, oh, I'll have to send away. Oh, this looks good. Thank you. See, I've never had to show this. What we're talking about is that Lisa is now, if you if you wanted to get hitched. A, I'm single, but B, more importantly. Lisa can perform wedding ceremonies. She 
is uh, credentialed in the ministry of the Universal Life Church. That's right, which is also where Conan O'Brien got his minister credentials. A lot of celebrities go to this Universal Life Church. A lot of disc jockeys and to things like get that. their credentials, and you don't really have to do anything. No, you, you don't. You just sign a thing, and then you send them thirty-five <clears throat> bucks, and then so I have this card that I can keep in my wallet. And this is good in in the state of Washington. They, right. This is a recognized. It is. I can it legally is. perform weddings. Yep. Um, have you I, done one yet? I, I have been asked to do a wedding, and oh, really? I'm really honored. And uh, this is a very close family friend of mine, um, whose wedding uh, they're um, it, the wedding is going to be in August, and so I'm going to need a little help from you because I I haven't done this. But you I've know done, what? I've done three of them. Well, this is the year I decided to say yes to everything because it, it's mm-hmm. so easy to go, oh, gosh, no, you don't want me. You don't want me to do that. Somebody else better than me can do that. But I feel like if somebody's asking me, then I feel compelled to say, you know what? I'm very honored that you're asking me. Yeah, especially and something yes, that you're scared of doing. That you're you scared of not doing. Sure you yeah. Can do. yeah. Go and it's, for it. It's been a really great year having done that. I'm usually trying to find excuses and say no. And you know what I would do normally? Like the other when we did when we did the live radio theater, it scared me to do that, and I could have said no. And and you know what I normally what I would have done, I would have stayed home and watched movies in my underwear. Mm-hmm. And instead, I went out and had a great time. You did, and you were good. So, but See? thank you. And I'm not bringing it up. It for doesn't that. mean every time you take on a challenge, That's you're right. going to be great the at it. The point, though, is it's like it's like um, I read this the other day. It's like a poker game. Um, you've got to put money in the kitty so that you can take money out of it. And if you don't put anything into the pot, there's nothing to be gained from it. And so this, when they asked me, would you be the officiant at our wedding in coming up in August? I was, my first instinct was to go, God, there's got to be somebody way better. Pat Cashman can do it. Let Pat do it. And they said, no, we really, we, you know us. We love you. And yeah, we want you be, to do it. Yeah, and it's I better just, if you know them. It just kind of makes me, it makes me really surprisingly emotional that that's a very, important day and i i'm going to do it and i'm excited and i may find it so much fun that i may do other weddings yeah. did you think it was fun to oh, do of course it is it's yeah. a, and it's such an honor i i did one uh, uh in september i think it was and it's a longtime friend of mine but he continues to remind me and tell me again and again how special the Aww. day was! It makes me feel so good. That's so good because you know you you want to you want it to be great, uh, to be special, and not just to be a tack on like oh we'll bring him in and he'll he'll do some funny stuff and that'll be fine, but but that he felt it made the day more special and that's 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 your yeah. goal you know yeah absolutely that. doesn't mean it doesn't mean everybody will. Uh, feel the same way about it doesn't mean you'll necessarily pull it off that way but um, you know there's good consideration given to who you want to do your ceremony and that they chose you uh, you can't say no to something I'm just flattered and and just really um, I'm very excited about it and it's not a small wedding there's going to be over 150 people there I would love to counsel you with it not that I'm an expert but uh, I don't don't need to tell you no yes you do well, I do, you do want to... Drink I, before the ceremony? No, no, no. None of that silly stuff. I mean, you really want to... You want to be... Let's put it this way. You don't want to be Steve Harvey doing this <laughs> way. You want to be really well prepared. That was the best advice ever. The and, first and again... Advi- the first thing I would tell you is that, of course, 
you want to sit down maybe more than once. I, I with will. The, with, I, the, with the two. I will be sitting couple, down with the with couple them. and get and. Uh, I always go to biographical information about a little about their background, right? How they met, and right. I mean, th Those are the stories yes. that you want to tell. Yeah. And then, then you can embellish it a bit from there. And they're they're both wonderful young people that I I just I love, and they're just good, great, great people. Um, and they live in Paris. They live in Paris now. Uh, so they'll be getting married in Paris, but they're coming out here for all their American family, and there will be uh, per Parisians in the in the audience as well. So I'm probably going to have a translator there, which will be kind of fun, maybe to to play off of that and put some Parisian references in. I think we really like French bread, French, French fries, <laughs> plaster of Paris. Put stuff like that in <laughs> That's there. That's a though. good idea. Yeah. Thanks for your help, Pat. You're welcome. And do you, Edna Jean Horndogger, take this man? to be your lawfully wedded husband. I do. And do you, Leonardo Fandello Guzman, take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? I, I do. Is there anything else you would like to say, Mr. Guzman? Yes. Oh! Well, it's the soul rock and roll time. listening to Peculiar Podcast. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.